drink. I miss the days when Jay took over the business. I witness Hova change the world. I'm a Jehovah witness. I never chose to listen to Yachty and Lil Boosie. Let's take it back to Jeezy, Weezy, and Lil Boosie. Listen to Tip Ross and the little Gucci, but these little newbies make me feel a little woozy. I usually be wanting the Earl, cause Youngin made her only one punching, but she still punched like a girl. Yo, you gotta be a trapper, be a crapper, be a backpacker, or know how to sing to be a rapper. Facts. Rough Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. We got Welly F back in the shotgun position this week. Back. Back. We picked up a, a hitchhiker this week. We got we got Southside Chris. What's up? In the back seat, we finna play a game of pass the ox cord. Yes, yeah. <laughs> bro. Hey, you don't want pass to me, man. You don't get nothing with some uh, some UGK Straight Southern funk. Yeah, Southern, that southern funk, funk. That 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 Lil Wayne dedication six shit. Come hey. on, man. See, hey. this is how he does. I haven't listened to it yet. Bro. I haven't. I, I have no intentions of listening to it. To be honest I, I with do you. actually. The little snippet I heard on um on IG. Man, it was really was, was medium okra? It's like it remind me of like what's the one? Uh, was Squad surfing on? Was that no ceilings? No ceilings. Yeah, see, that the flow cool. remind me of no ceilings. I can listen to the whole. How many tracks on there? I think like twelve. Or something. Uh, twelve. You can't really. Man, you can, but you yeah. can. What, what got me was a track listing. I saw like gutter gutter on there. Like, yeah, you <laughs> got all these. What, what, what's it, like a hoodie baby or a, uh, but or that's hobby, when he was at his best though. Or, or Hobby Lobby or somebody like that. Dude. But that's when he was at his best though when he yeah, had his niggas on there though. But gutter gutter used to go hard. My thing was, man, we want to hear you. Like definitely, you haven't put out anybody at work in what four years or something. Nah, he did the, the Free Weezy album. Like you haven't put out any good body of work. <laughs> I actually thought that was good. What about I'm not a uh, I'm not a human? What was that? That was right before. Oh yeah, I'm not a human too. Yeah. as well. When it, I, that was that rock shit though, huh? Or was that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Rebirth was that rock shit. Yeah. Oh, show that. Yeah, I mean, you know what's funny though when I think about Lil Wayne and like, okay, we obviously gonna talk about our albums of the year, the ones that we feel are the albums of the year or our favorite albums this year. Yeah, but. Most people always nowadays are going to say Kendrick is the best rapper. And the one thing that I, I, I say has to take away from Kendrick is in the six or seven years he's been out, ever since he's been a, a, a major label artist, he hasn't put out a lot of music compared to Big Sean, Drake, or even the Two Chains. And I, I mean, even Tupac, when he was at his, you know, at his, you know, height, he was putting out a lot of music. And I kind of feel like that kind of hurts Andre 3000 when it comes to the GOAT talk because it's like, yeah, you may be a great rapper, but we don't have enough of your shit. You yeah, know, I, I, I come through and give you a hot 16, but I haven't gave you more than one album. Exactly. You know, like more than one great album. And that's why, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like, honestly, I feel like Damn is, is Kendrick's best album. I mean, and I think To Pimp, to Pimp a Butterfly was, yeah, was, was okay. I mean, but then other than that, I mean... Um, Good Kid, Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. And he had one after that, right? 
Uh, we had like Good a Kid, Bad City. There's like a Pimper tape. Butterfly, and then there's damn. No, he got another one. Yeah, it's a, a mixtape. Yeah, it's was, a mixtape. Wasn't Section so Eight? Wasn't the mixtape first? Wasn't Section Eighty? Wasn't Section Eighty? That don't count. Yes. That like, don't count. Overly dedicated Section Eighty don't count. I don't think he was signed Dr. Dre for either one of those. No. So really, he just has three albums. Oh damn! See that? See that's what I mean. And I'm like, but yeah. I mean, J Cole, how many albums he got? He got more. He got since he's been a major label. Yeah, Friday Night Lights was Friday Night Lights was when he was major label though. That's mixtape though. We talking mixtape. No, but I'm saying I'm talking about body of work. Cause when y'all when y'all talk about Lil Wayne, believe it or not, he got he got Cole yeah. got si- sideline story. Yeah, he, he got Born label. Center for yeah. yours truly. Yep. And Force Hills Drive. Yeah, and those were, he was a major label artist at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, all, and, all that was under Interscope except for the the last one. I thought he was he's uh, Interscope. He was. Rock, so he's Rock Interscope. Yeah. Okay. 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 I mean, I know I know he's Rock, but no, no, he was Def Jam. He was never dead. Damn. So only Big Sean. Well, Big Sean, not Rockefeller. Big Sean is good music. Yeah, That's good. right. Well, I think he's a Rock Nation management. Gotcha. I gotcha. think. I'm not sure. There's a lot of Rock Nation. Mill Rock Nation management, right? It's like yeah. Rock Nation has like 30 people under him. Damn. Like and, and, and hitters. Yeah. I, I, Rihanna I is under Rock Nation management. God. It's kind of everything that's really popping. Man, you got to you yeah. do what you do. I mean, but how can you not follow like Jay? He's a legitimate business. He's not P. But, Diddy, but yeah. he's not P. Diddy, and he's not Birdman. Exactly. But at the same time, you you look back at old Rockefeller is like, who really all oh, really got on? He, Beans. Listen, let me tell you something. Hey. This is what I give Jay Z his props for. He signed straight hood niggas that were ignorant. <laughs> yeah. Every filler nigga, every filler yeah, nigga every he filler signed nigga. was ignorant, bro. And, and then so put them on the state property. They fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, Chris abuse, B. Abuse from Philly. Uh, you was on the state property. in jail. Freeway. Uh, probably if, did jail time. If you were yeah. from Philly, you were, crack, on, jail yeah. time. you were on yeah. state property. You were you were an extension of Rockefeller. You were yeah. state property. But state property was with Beans thing, right? Yeah, he gave that to Beans because Beans was the one that had the most common sense. Was it? Was it? That's not saying much. That nigga ignorant. Yeah, yeah nigga still ignorant. <laughs> and, and Cameron and Jim Jones. I mean, that really was damn thing. Jay never liked them niggas. Yeah, yeah <laughs> straight yeah. up, he yeah. never liked them niggas. But the Cam album that came out on Rockefeller was oh, it was hit. Yeah, it, it? It, it went come platinum. Come on with come, me. Come on with me. Yeah, no, Purple Haze came out under there too. Yeah, Purple Haze came out. Purple Haze went harder to me. Come Home With Me came out like in 2002, then Purple Haze was like 2004. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That Purple yeah. Haze was... Yeah. Yeah, that nigga did that shit, man, but once again, he ain't like the niggas. They no, was, no. That, that, was, was that was a money thing. Yeah. The next album came and dropped was Diss and Jay. Yeah, that was a money thing. <laughs> that was a money thing. You came over there for Dame and Money. Yeah. Right? I mean, that nigga, that nigga Cameron, it was all, it's always been special to me. That's why I listened to his last album. I yeah. feel like his last album was worth listening to at least yeah, once. So because uh, but I just hate the fact that he just had to go at Kanye and Jay once again like he did. Man, that shit alone. Yeah. But hey, these <laughs> these these, these dipset tracks I've heard though. Hey. Yeah. Man, it reminds me of the old New York man. That's why I I, I, I can appreciate um old New York and in the, the sound into twenty seventeen. Like it's a lot of people coming from New York want to sound like the South. ASAP. Yeah. Want to sound like a boogie with the hoodie. I did a, a not lot of know that nigga was. From, I thought that nigga was from. Atlanta. Hey, yeah. What's this, the guy with the Magnolia song? Oh, Playboy mm-hmm. Cardi? I thought that nigga like was. But they from Harlem. Harlem. <laughs> that shit's yeah. crazy, man. So when, when you have songs like, I like the song with uh, Remy and Marvin and Lil' Kim. I can't remember the name of it, but man, it reminds me of like old New York, infamous mob deep type music. Dang. They scared know? to do that now, though. That's why, that's why yeah. that Mace diss, 
The yeah. Oracle, yeah. nigga, that shit went hard. Yeah. But it didn't get a lot of play because these new heads, they don't really want to hear that type of beat. Like, everything has to be upbeat. I need to be able to pop a zanny to it and turn up to it. There's there's the drug dealing culture and there's the drug user culture. <laughs> we we came up in the drug dealing culture. In the drug dealing culture, obviously, you got to be have some type of sense to get to a certain level of drug dealing that's why in their music, it's a lot more articulate and smart. Even Nas was talking about dope back in the day. Yeah. Even though he wouldn't know Dope Pusher, he made it sound, he made it sound good, bro. Hey. Pusher T is the best dope. We are. <laughs> Say, the, the way Pusher will talk to you about dope is something. Hey, it is. Pusher ain't talking about dope since Drake got on. Hey, what, what was that? Uh, last year or something. What, you know, Drake had more life come out. But he had like four songs come out before the actual album come out. We had one with a uh, twenty-one Savage, and mm-hmm. one just going at like four people on it. He went at Kid Cudi, he went at Pusha T, and to be honest, I haven't heard anything from Pusha T since then. Talking about dope, I can't remember the lines, but Drake was on him about every time we hear him. Every time we hear you rap, it's about dope. Definitely. I mean, he he put out an album that got five mics in it. That's all that shit was about, was dope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, though, if you if you ever go back and look at um. Uh, Drake's book, I think it was like before I was famous or something. I mean, Pusha T was his favorite rapper, so yeah. that was that's weird to me that that he I I never really listened to more life. A lot of this new music I don't really listen to no more. And even to take a step back, there was the drug dealing culture, and then there was this college culture where, where like the Kendricks and the Coles and the Drakes and the Kanyes, and even well, they were students of that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And then and then you have the drug user, and and to me, Kid Cudi walks that line. Yeah, yeah because, because he, he was with them in the college culture. Yeah, too. he was with them in the college culture, but he's also on the user side too. Yeah. So it's kind of like ah, yeah, well, his music was on the on the uh, college culture, but his real life was. Well, <laughs> man on man on the moon too was was straight was straight yeah. user okay. shit. Yeah, that nigga could have be on some. But other that shit, whole man. jam. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that nigga. I mean, he's once again he's special too, dog. But you're not gonna ever call him a goat or anything. He may be a goat in his specific type of music. Or yeah. I think I'd rather listen to him than Travis Scott. I think Travis Scott has taken some of his style and it took some of Big Sean's style and just pretty much mixed it together. If I were to put Kid Cudi in a category, he'd still be by himself, but he would be with Andre. Yeah. Kind of like that. both of y'all just don't mesh, so I have to put y'all together in a group by y'allself. Yeah, like not, not saying he's on Andre's music. level, but mm-hmm. saying that you you know your direction of music just doesn't go with the typical direction of music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could you could play him a lot of stations easily. It's not just going to be hip hop stations yeah. at all, but. Um, I would even say that for uh, like the only new artists now to me that 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 walk that line are like Post Malone, Drake's music does that. Um, say so Drake been out out almost ten years. We can't call him new. <laughs> no, I thought you were saying something like Kodak or uh, listen, NBA I, Young Uzi, Boy. Vert, Uzi Vert maybe not Kodak. Kodak to me, I could still hear him rap. Like Kodak will yeah, rap. Yeah. Uzi though, like he put out a solid song, but it's it's it it doesn't feel like hip hop to me. It feels like you're making. Pop rap, like to me, that's why I look at it. Like, I haven't when I hear hip hop nowadays, it's only coming from you know Kendrick, Crit, Cole, Big Sean. And at times, you know, when I hear Big Sean try to get real hip hop, like like spit real shit, he's only fucking with certain producers. But like that Metro Boomin shit he had put out, I don't know what that was, man. See, see, to me that was like, man, these are hard lyrics, and it's like, man, these beats are hard, but these lyrics and these beats don't go they together. They don't go together at all, like. He should have fucked with no idea or some shit to put that out. Like, I think one of his most slept on uh, uh, mixtapes is Detroit. That nigga oh, yeah. went hard on almost every song, and 
he got with the right producers. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't forced. I felt like Metro Boomin was forced. I felt like he just felt like he had to do something with him because they cool. Yeah. Like I felt I felt like that Detroit mixtape was like how they tell us like man Detroit's just this bad place on new Oh yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. It, like the songs felt dark. Oh yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> like, he took it there. Like it felt like it was raining and stuff like when you're listening to it. Yeah, it was it was, it was dope. Though. And in 2088, I mean, him and his girl like that was a nice that was a nice project. Like I felt like Big Sean is going hard when he stays in his lane. Yeah. yeah. That nigga jumped out of his lane and I don't know what the hell, man. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I didn't like that mixtape. I only like like two songs. I think people still waiting for, for him to uh, respond to Kendrick as well. No, nah, that time has passed. That time you think passed. So? Oh, he didn't drop two albums since then. That time that, has passed. That time passed, and I almost feel well, like what we're, we're, we're talking about, like the the Kendrick on Control or Kendrick on uh, the song he put out a couple months ago. Is it, what's happened? What what happened a couple months ago? Uh. I can't remember the name of the song, but he was called Bishan basically a bitch. I missed that. Me yeah, too. I, no, I, on on Bishan's the uh, no more interviews. He was one of Kendrick, and that was January of this year. He went. He went into like he everybody. Went, it like he went out a lot of people. Any, yeah. Anything surrounding him, he because he went at Kid Cudi too. He went yeah. at Kid Cudi. Went at Nye Rivera. He went at any kind of bullshit that was surrounding him. He well, kinda, well, Kendrick took something from that, and I can't remember the name of the song, but called Bishan a bitch. And this was probably I thought that was before his album dropped. That was before that was before, before Kendrick's Dan? album dropped, right? Okay. Well, so they was still earlier shit though, right? Yeah, because I know uh, I decided they come out to what March. Yeah, like March. So Dan came out. Was it almost summer? Hmm. Damn, I forgot. So the question is, has the time passed when we respond? Yeah, I mean, what's? But I mean, see, you didn't respond to Control. Yeah, and Drake Control. Didn't either, and Control that was, was sound though. You got that was, you got that was, shot that was, at on your own song and you don't respond. But Drake didn't either. Drake a never responded. Crick didn't respond. Only person that responded was uh, me? I think Pusha. Pusha responded. I think Pusha me, put out something. Me put a song out, but it's more so like me. Cap, me Cap put a song out since the intro. By the way, straight up, bro. Everything that nigga put out is flat. Um, I mean, I, I think Meek Mill is is a, is a good artist, but he definitely has like a cult following. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not looking for me. Yeah. Nah. I, uh, so how how I classify these guys is um, I have like different tiers. Okay. I think okay. the top tier is. It's J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. And I'm talking about this new generation. I'm not okay. talking about the yep. J's. I'm not talking about the Fab and things like that. I'm talking about the new generation since like 2010. The, I think 2010, top, definitely. 2010. Yeah, yeah, the top tier is J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Then you got the second tier. I think Big Sean's in the second tier. It might be a Crip might be in that second tier. Okay. I think Meek is in the third tier. I, think he, <laughs> I, I would think, have to agree I, with I, that. I, right? think he, I think he could drop a. A good radio song before his body of work. Uh, I'm not really a. a I think when it comes to record sales, though, I, I wouldn't even put J, uh, J. Cole on that first tier. His record sales don't don't match up. J. To Cole, him. Nah, his record sales don't match up. You should check his record sales out. Prior, his prior records, 2014. His record sales are pretty are pretty pretty similar to Big Shug's. If I'm not well, mistaken, but I thought J. Cole had the platinum albums with no singles. Remember the big thing going on for the last two albums? 2014 Hill Drive was like the went platinum was, with no features. Was, but, which was one yeah, time. no features. My bad. But that was the, one time. Yeah. The last, I thought the last one did the same thing. For your I, eyes only, it did. I, I didn't know. But that. see, for for by the time for your eyes only came out, that's when they were playing stream. They were counting streams and everything. Yeah. So and you couldn't play it's on really, YouTube right now. It's yeah. really hard. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. And, and Born Center was a good album too. I was my favorite. Oh, yeah, I mean, out. Yeah. I mean, like Born. I said, he put out. He put. He's put out a lot of music. I ain't gonna take nothing away from him. I just that's that's why I still argue with Kendrick sometimes. Like, I know head on. Kendrick eating niggas alive, but yeah. I mean he only has three albums and he's been out almost almost eight nine years. 
To, to, to be honest, I feel like Big Sean can go toe-to-toe with anybody. I, I mean, I know he can. If he stays yeah, in his lane. I think, I think so, too. It's just, man, those guys are outshining, you know, when it comes to, I feel like, albums. I think this, I decided it was good, but the last album was my favorite, personally. Was the one for the Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Um, the, uh, dark, uh, oh, dark, dark sky. sky paradise. Oh yeah, dark sky paradise. See, I love, I love, Hall of, I love Hall of Fame. It was, but it was everywhere. It wasn't like a concise album. Gotcha. Like there was at the in the in the early parts of it, you got those motivational tracks like Fire and um, that Fire's shit, man. Boy, and then that other track with um, you don't know. Like it was a lot of motivational stuff. Toyota then, music. That's Toyota, Toyota music. Toyota music. Yeah, yeah ten, 10 to ten. And then you get to the back, and you got the the milf joint with Nicki Minaj and Juicy J. And it's kind of like, where did yeah, that? yeah. That, and then you got Guap that just was like, where did that even come from? Remember, this is this is one. the perfect example for me of Big Sean. Big Sean in this era to me right now is the same as Ludacris was when he came out. And Ludacris will go toe to toe with any rapper between two thousand two and and now. Straight up, yeah, Niggas was scared to get on the track with Ludacris. Dog, he destroyed Ti, and Ti was. He was a, he's a king. Of, he's a king of soul, and he destroyed Ti. But guess what? Ludacris doesn't have that that look that people like. So he got he got oh, man. Nigga went double platinum like two or three times in a row, and easily. nobody heard it. But <laughs> nobody knew because you know why? Because most of his fan base is white. Big yeah. Big Sean looked like he just stepped off a of college I, campus. Exactly, and most of Big Sean's fan base is white. Yeah, I believe See, that. My thing with Ludacris, man, I, I love Ludacris when he's on feature on a track. But for his album wise, I was never a big fan of Ludacris. Yeah, that's understandable, but. but I would say that the uh, Back for the First Time and Chicken and Beer are some hard ass hip hop yeah. albums. Right? Yeah, for first time. and even Red Light, <laughs> even Red Light District was dope. Red, yeah, yeah, but that, I think Red Light District was start it started basically I, yeah. to show his age, and then you could that was see, that was the yeah. last dopeness. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that shit crazy. But I, 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 that's what I feel. I feel like Big Sean is he's this little nigga. You know, like well, it's funny because like, yeah, like you, like oh, I got this little homie up the block. You know, he can spit. He should, he should get signed. Somebody should sign him. And Big Sean was the one that actually got signed. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. And, and when you think about a true hip hop head, one that doesn't really care about this generation and still kind of stuck on that last generation, they appreciate J Cole and Kendrick more than Big Sean because out of those three, Big Sean's the flashiest. Yeah. Even in Drake, he's like more flashier than Drake. I mean, you can go on his Instagram because Drake can start making love and shit. Exactly. And once again, Big Sean is that flashy nigga. Like, yeah. and I, I, for a long time, a true hip hop head obviously was gonna be going after going. Oh, I fuck with Nas more than Jay Z because Jay Z was the more flashy nigga. But then again, it, it got to the point where Jay Z he did both so well, and you couldn't deny him. Yeah, you know. And Nas really can, even though Nas is flashy, Nas only was really a lyricist, and he was really only a, a backpack rapper. Yeah, and Nas, Nas lost his consistency to me. He's if always he, been inconsistent. If he would have ma- remained consistent, like, there wouldn't be no debate about him. It wouldn't be. What was his last album, nigga? Hip Hop is Dead? <laughs> oh, no, it was Untitled. No, yeah, because yeah, yeah, there was yeah. no nigga album. It was Untitled, right? Yeah, yeah, because But the, I don't think that was the last one. That's or The one with Daughters, right? Was that the one where he had the Khalees wedding dress on the front? See, I don't even know. I don't remember. That's Hip Hop is Dead. No, 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 no. Because I actually have that album. Nah, nice first two albums. I think it's first that's two. life. Life is good is the one where he has yeah, uh, Khalifa's right. wedding dress on the cover, and I don't even know if that was the last one or not. Yeah, two thousand twelve. His right. his last his last album was damn. That's crazy. So when the hell did nigga come out? Oh no, life is good was his last album. Wow. Cause cause uh, hip hop is dead or nigga came out in two thousand eight. Yeah. And I and I I heard a little bit of distant relatives, but 
I really don't. I'm not gonna count it as a Nas album. But yeah, Life Is Good was his last album. And I think I think he came out with like another Illmatic, like an anniversary album or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Probably had a new verse here and there on there, but like, no, still he put out something in man, six years. Man, Illmatic. Uh, it was written and still mad at one of my favorite ones. I can I can't talk about too much more Nas. Honestly, I can't. Yeah. I mean, by the time I really started listening to Nas, I think the first time I heard him was on Stillmatic, and that was yeah. the one uh, Alicia Keys and Eminem uh, executive produced. Mm-hmm. And that was really the only reason I really even fucked with it. But other than that, I mean, when I started listening to hip-hop, I, I really didn't go back that far yeah. until I maybe was like 24, 25. When I went back, I, mean, I went back death certificate far, you know, <laughs> NWA shit. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of, when I, when I look at it, I understood why hip-hop has gravitated towards what it gravitated towards. And I keep trying to remind people that hip-hop is still young, though. Like, hip-hop is young as fuck. Yeah. So, it is where it is right now because, to me, it's still trying to find itself. You know, and... and, and what, Sometimes I like the direction it's going in, though. I think uh, we still need the older guys. We still need the T.I.s and the Scarfaces and the Jada Kisses to drop good music so it can kind of ground us. Because I, I feel like we let it go with the little Uzi verbs and the, you know, you know, people like that. I feel like it's going to go in the wrong direction. And it's going to continue to evolve from there. I think somebody needs to grab it and pull it back to where we're at, like, in the 90s. Where it was special. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, but you can't stay there. Of, uh, I mean, the, the definition of evolution. I guess I'm, old, I'm one of my old niggas. But, uh, but I, I get I get what you're saying, because like when Scarface dropped, you don't want to hear Scarface rapping like Uzi Vert. Yeah. I want to hear Scarface rapping like Scarface. Yeah, and so that's why I appreciate that camera album so much. I really like it. It reminds me of yeah, the, the night. It, it took yeah. it back. The, the but it still felt fresh, though. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, so yeah. It, it's, it's, it's fresh to us because, you know, we our favorite albums are 10 and 15 years old now. Yeah. And and it's still fresh to us because it's like here's some new old feels. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like, it's kind of like when you run into that ex that you broke up with, and now y'all haven't seen each other in years, but you it's the old feeling, but it also feels new because y'all changed and y'all grown. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Hip hop, hip hop. That's what hip hop is. Yeah, yeah, true. And I'm not saying I want my 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 scar faces to drop a diary again or anything like that, but I do want someone that's new coming up to spit. And, and rap. from that influence, yeah, and, and rap and about some good content. They're out there, but the fact that mainstream radio is making us listen to to Lil Pump, they're making us listen to Uzi Vert and Yachty. Like, meaning when I say making us, that's meaning like if we just just don't feel like you know going to Apple Music or Tidal or whatever, and we just want to listen to regular radio, that's what's being forced in the ears of a lot of average listeners. That yeah. you know, just, let me see what's popping, and then they hear that. More than likely, you're going to go to the club, and the club is playing current music, and like, it is what it is. So the current music that's being played right now is what uh, mainstream record label executives are are pushing out, bro. Like, they literally changed the way New York rappers rap. And they, New York rappers really come to the microphone thinking like, oh, I'm doing something different, I'm doing something new. No, you're only doing this because you want to get on the radio. Yeah. Your record label exec, when you came to him with that, with that uh, backpack rap shit, and they were like, well, you're not going to get nowhere with this. You need to sound more like Lil Wayne. You need to sound more like them guys from Houston because that's what got Drake popping. I mean, you know who I think you know? started that little thing? I think uh, Nicki Minaj and French Montana and ASAP, of course. Definitely, yeah. yeah I mean, people people argue that 50 Cent was one of the first rappers that really didn't sound like he was from New York. Like, he was, if you go back and listen to 50 Cent's uh, music, you'll realize that when he was touring with uh, Cash Money, when he before he got... The in the club shit, 
that sound wasn't New York sound. In the club was not a New York song. No. That was that was different. Yeah. So they couldn't they couldn't place their finger on what fifty cent was doing. Like fifty cent would drop a track singing on the hook and rapping like that wasn't New York. So they couldn't figure out what he was doing. So once fifty cent sold nine million copies, not sticking to the New York formula, it opened the door. That's why I had to kill Ja Rule. Because he took his style. Like yeah. you had you had to body Ja Rule because you took his style. Pretty hey, much. Hey, get rich of that trying top ten all the time. I can agree with that, Man. but I still I, I I don't know why Massacre just touched me more though. I, 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 I love like, Massacre, dog. Bro, ski mask wave, bro. Hey, yeah, Massacre went hard. I feel Baltimore like Baltimore love thing. I feel, thing? Yes, that, that, I feel nah, that shit was deep too. Yeah. Uh, I feel talk, like you talk about people that was talking about dope. He talked about oh hell yeah, dope. yeah. he yeah. talked about dope and guns. That that yeah. was that nigga shit. Yeah. I, um, I mean, it's for me. It's so hard to just sit there and just say top ten hip hop albums and that's it because I feel cool. like. Documentary is gonna be in there too. Documentary yeah, yeah. is well, that shit was a fucking masterpiece almost. I, I, can, like, I can give fuck? you I can give you ten albums right now and still be like, wait, but I got more, but I, I mean, got more, but I got more. The thing I appreciated about let's just say two thousand two, two thousand three music, Man, good music was you had Kanye, you had Nelly, you had Jay Z, you had Luda and Fifty. And you could appreciate all of them, but they were all different. Could you appreciate a Nelly album? Man, Nelly You didn't like Country Grammar? You ain't like Nelly, dude? Man, and, and why was... Air Force, Air Force One? Why, why was I in here? When I was in seventh grade, hell yeah, I love exactly. country Remember that moment. Yeah, Remember that seventh moment, grade, bro. As That's a, cool. As a 30-year-old guy right now... That's cool. Like, he, I, I go back and listen to this, like, nah, this is not what it I... It didn't transcend time. Yeah, it didn't transcend time. That's but all that is. You, that's what I tell people all the time. You have to just get in your zone and think about that moment when Jada Kiss dropped Why. Yeah. Think about that moment. Think about when Jada Kiss dropped Why, what other artists were out. You know, there were other artists out going just as hard. Like, the competition was so real back yeah. then. For Nelly to do what he did in that moment, to sell 10 million copies off Nellyville, I'm talking about, nigga, around that time, Usher had dropped, too. So, he was he was slightly R&B and rap. I mean, Jay even said it, bro. Like, only niggas fucking with us is M-Pimp Juicy. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Like, and the nigga the, Nelly was doing his thing. Even to think back in that spectrum, like, the music I was listening to was so, so varied that... I bought the Jada Kiss album and the Lil Flip album on the same day. And you could do that back yeah. then. You could, you could appreciate both. Yeah. Yeah. Because both them niggas was coming from, like, neither one of them, how do I say this? The record execs weren't forcing them to be who they weren't, bro. Like, Lil Flip got to be Lil Flip. Yeah, it wasn't, no, I need a track that sounds Jada. like this. Yeah. I need a track that sounds like this. Like, you know, if you bring me some work, you know, we'll go over it. Now it's everything is just getting convoluted and just sounding the same. Like, Psy High to Prince, the only reason Sahai isn't where he should be as far as success is because that nigga signed two chains at the same time. And yeah. niggas wanted two chains more. Yeah. But at the same time, niggas know Sahai outrap that nigga any day. Yeah, hey, but two chains is the best trash rapper out there. He the best trash rapper out there, bro. You say best trash rapper? Best trash rapper. That's, that's what we call him. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see where you say that. It just empty <laughs> lyrics. Just yeah, lyrics. Ain't talking about a damn thing. Not talking about <laughs> shit. Ain't talking about a damn thing. It, but it sounds good. It sounds good as fuck. Yeah, it sounds good. It hey, sounds good as hey, Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. Man. Hey, one, hey, one of the best albums. Not, I can say one of the best, one of my favorite albums. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that album. I mean, the, the whole, the marketing behind it, I appreciate it. I was oh, just definitely. like, 2 Chains is not a dummy. Yeah. They're almost 40. No. Yeah. He's not a dummy, though. I mean, he, he does his thing and. Yeah, like like as far as having empty lyrics, I appreciate him because to me, he is the mold right now. Like he's literally what everybody else is doing and is popping. The Migos got here from the two chains route. Pretty much. Yeah. 
bunch, it's it's a bunch of nothing. They got a song I call Stir Fry right now. I don't even know what the fuck that shit mean, but it's, it's jail. Yeah, the beat go hard. <laughs> and they, they, don't, they don't tune with it. They that's it. Yeah. That's bro, it. Bro, <laughs> um, what, what song? It's a vibe. He, what, how it start off? I used to treat my mattress like the ATM. Bun number nine. That's my favorite scent. Yeah. <laughs> Has nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Nothing but at jams. all. Rolls Royce, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's When they put out, uh, what's the name? It slaps hard as fuck. It slaps hard as fuck, dog. <laughs> when he put out that birthday song, when Kanye did yeah. Kanye, what was the name of that song? Birthday, birthday song. Oh, oh, okay, I'm tripping. She <laughs> got a big booty, like, so I call her big booty. What does that even mean? Booty. Like, what are you talking? Like, this song is about nothing. nothing but DJ dropped that whole. I mean, dropped that. It's, it's, it's gonna play shit. every time it's my birththday. Oh yeah, yeah. he made oh, an anthem for 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 ten for about eight nine years. It was in the club. Yeah, and I think Two Chains is taking that spot. I mean, yeah. once again, they even they even they even mix it down. They hit you with the go shorty. It's your birthday. Oh, they do. They yeah. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit's crazy. But once again. That's why I feel like 15 years ago, you were able to really be yourself. Yeah. I think that's what's killing hip-hop now. You can't be yourself anymore in order to be successful. That's why I haven't listened to man. I tell people all the time, I feel like to for, for an artist, my favorite rapper, to drop the Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, and then the Eminem show, like pretty much three years straight. Eminem show was horrible. Come on. The Eminem show was for black people. Um, straight up, that, that was to me, that was his most like niggerish album like yeah. you know but like now like every, even ever since he's come back I feel like he's been trying to do everything he can to just be relevant I think a lot of old heads are doing that I appreciate a 444 yeah. but I think if if just imagine if none of this Sandra Bland type shit was happening none of this SJW type shit was happening what would Jay-Z have given you? Like it, it's, it's like Jay-Z was a master at talking about whatever he wanted to talk about you know what I'm saying that's why I yeah. like I decided so much because it still varied with topics. Nowadays, with a lot of your favorite rappers now, you're getting the same thing. Everybody's pro-black now. Yeah, I'm t- I don't want to hear that shit no more, bro. And, like, and, and even with Eminem, it's like, you know, that was a very pro-black album. I'm not even going to waste my time, bro. I'm serious. I mean, I mean, that's what we wanted in a community is like for somebody white to back us up. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I still wanted to hear some Eminem. I wanted to hear his craziness. I wanted to hear his crazy lyrical wordplay. That's why Eminem is special to me. Because he can talk about whatever the fuck he wants to. Because he's white. Which is a lot of times unfair to a lot of people. Because if you had your your average black rapper come through talking about, you know, raping his baby mama, he's not going to get airplay. But since he's white, he could be the Tom Green humping on dead moose. He could be this this wild, weird out Yankovic type dude because he's white. So I felt like... I've always appreciated Eminem because he was that he was that inner voice that you had to keep inside because you couldn't say that shit because you ain't Eminem. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, he, he can't say the N-word on tracks. Hey, people just swept it under the rug. Man, <laughs> I tell feel like he's doing like, what have you done for the Black Lives uh, Matter movement? <laughs> you made it out. <laughs> he got caught. That's basically what it was. Like, yeah. like on either side, it, <clears throat> I felt like that was a pretty dope verse that he laid on No Favors. But because it it, yeah, it it gave was. you the regular raw Eminem, and then he still you know threw in some you know I still got love for the black community. But my thing is right now is like why why try to make a nigga feel bad because he's white? Like he didn't yeah. he wasn't like in the he wasn't <laughs> oh, if he wasn't your favorite rapper, we still had we still think of it like that. What do you mean? Because like all right, so it's other white rappers that um, don't get as much credit, or or we don't look at it as a. Uh, I feel That's like Eminem, because they're white. Eminem is to me is the first white rapper that 
came out white as fuck with blonde hair and, and was able to go in a room with a bunch of black dudes and destroy them all. After that, you got Machine Gun Kelly's, you got your Yellow Wolves, and I just kind of felt like them dudes were like, it, it, it felt it felt like they were they literally were trying brands. to appropriate. They were but if you look at Eminem, you knew he was a white guy. and yeah. knew he was white. His tattoos were white, nigga, white kind of tattoos. He had blonde hair. I mean, his clothes were big. Like he wasn't. He trying did wear a do rag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Where he was with Paul Wall. Exactly. You know, and although I know Paul Wall is just being a white boy from the south. Yeah, yeah. You know, being an age town white boy, but you don't get that from every white boy. Yeah. That's why. That's why it was hard for Asher Rock. You know what I'm saying? Because Asher Rock was, was a white kid. He was white. Say, <laughs> Lil Dicky is white. He's very white. Hey, and it, it's, 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 me. It's, it's, but look at him though. Look where they are. Now. It's crazy because like, yesterday, yesterday at Christmas, it's uh, it's me, my mom, my uncle, his girlfriend, my sister, and and her boyfriend. Her boyfriend's white. And we sitting there, and my sister's talking about, oh, um, Cardi wrecked that that no limit. You know, she Bridget said she had the hardest hardest verse on them. And it's like, well, did you hear Jeezy verse? And then her boyfriend chimed up, like, yeah, Jeezy spit. And then my uncle was like, yeah, Jeezy spit. And he's like, and then he, and then he brought a blue dicky. And it's like, you know, we have these white names in a black household now, and we're talking about how good they are at rapping. When we was at that, where we were at? Um, oh, the ACL? No, 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 the oh. place where we just went to for when we was out listening to music. Oh, Live Oak? Live Oak, okay. Oh, yeah. We were at Live Oak, and they played No Limit twice. And then played g Easy verse now one time. That's when I knew that the bias has already stuck to us. Like, it's like my nigga. Like, it's it's a, it's if it's a good song, it's a good song. If you're literally only saying you only like this song because this one verse, then don't play the fucking song. That's just kind of how I look at it. But I appreciate that whole song. I think both of them went hard, and I think they both came at it in a different way. I mean. G Easy had two verses, and I guarantee you, a lot of people don't even know what his second verse sounds like. Man, I think it's a, a lot of politics in it. Oh hell yeah, uh, man! I think uh, now I ain't gonna say. I think, but I did see um, somewhere on the internet where it said Cardi B featuring G Easy, No Limits. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't would be surprised. surprised if it's on both their albums because you know, well, wouldn't be surprised the, at all. The Cardi B name sells right yeah. now. Right now, yeah, it sells, and it's crazy, dog, because uh, uh, that me, myself, and I. With uh, him and BB Rexa, when he like basically that was his first you know major album. I mean that shit went seven times platinum, and a lot of people just look at it like off the strength that he's just white. But I'm like, have you listened to the song? Like, <laughs> like he actually has you know he has something to some say. Content. But I think the thing is right now with white rappers excluding Eminem, I feel like he's in a totally different class. Where you have these Post Malones, you have G Eazy's, you have uh, just a couple other ones. Uh, I can't think of right now, but it's like they're dominating the charts. And it's, I think what it is, is a lot of uh, other guys feel like they put out just as good music, but since we're not, they're not white. I can argue that they're not. Huh? I can argue that, that if, if, if Post Malone was black and he was putting out the same music, I actually think that he would be embraced a lot more, like by, by everybody. Because, I mean, he went harder than uh, 21 Savage on that song. Um uh, on uh, the song with him and uh, the congratulations, I mean, he, he went hard. Like it's so many times but, now. Well, who, who music are we comparing it to? Are we comparing to? I'm talking about comparing to his, comp- his competition. I'm, I mean, just, just, it, yeah. really, even like my brother said, he doesn't even consider uh, Post Malone rap. Like I played Post Malone to some people, and they they wouldn't consider him rap either. Like he just got forced into that because of how he looks. You know, like Lil Uzi. The only reason people consider him rap is because he's black. He even said he doesn't do hip hop. He says I consider my shit like soft rock. 
But guess what? He gets played on hip hop stations because he's black. Yeah. Like nobody's really listening anymore. Yeah. They just, oh, he looks like this and this. They're they're basically saying it doesn't sound like country. It doesn't sound like pop. This is where it goes. So they gotta put it in a box. Yeah. But but I mean, basically based on what you're saying, like I understand they're dominating the charts, but the reality is, you know, black people are the minority. I mean, we make up 13 percent of this country. When it comes to real like listen music listeners, we went to ACL, bro, and we were definitely still the minority. It was mostly white people there, yeah. and. They're the ones that are willing to still pay those prices to go see these black artists. So, yeah. at the end of the day... It was it mostly white people at the Ice Cube set. Bro, and they knew most of the words. They knew more than me. To <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you, I was ashamed of myself. Man, play, more, they know they shit, Today bro. was a good day. I know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Say, they, 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 was doing the they was doing their walk and everything out there. My brother, my brother he's, I'm going to keep bringing him up because he's an old head. And both my brothers are heavily into music. But the thing is... I, my argument was, we have to blame our Jay Z's, our our Kendrick Lamar's for not having affordable tickets. That's why J Cole is special to this generation when he had that one dollar show. Yeah. Because in that moment, I guarantee you, you had mostly niggas in there because yeah. they could afford it. And it's and it's an experience standing in line for that long exactly. to get in there for a dollar. Exactly. I mean, just being realistic, your average. Black person has probably, you know, your average 19, 20 year old is probably trying to go to a concert. He's not dropping $250, $200 to go to these concerts. Yeah. That's why a lot of them are trying to go to your more uh, intimate settings like your your right. Warehouse Live and your. And your uh, One thing I was going to do this year, I wanted to go to uh, 10 grassroots shows. Um, mm -hmm. I got Big Crit, he's coming in uh, April. I yeah. want to go to Dave East. Uh, next month, but um, I've never listened to him. I'm gonna listen to him now. I've yeah. never listened to him ever. I've yeah. heard I've heard yeah. nothing but good things. Yeah, Davies, uh, he, he can spit. Okay. I want to go his next month, but it's the same week as uh, I'm in two weddings, or whatever, so I can't go. Um, Damn. but I definitely want to go to uh about ten. And the tickets are twenty seven dollars, twenty five dollars. Yeah. I'm telling so, you, man. I, I don't think you remember this, dog, but it was a week. I want to say at the beginning of this year, dog. Um, I had a chance to go see Khalid. Remember we talked about this on the show. I had a chance to go see Khalid. He was at Warehouse Live for $20. Yeah. Let me tell you something, bro. He's on top of the world right now. This was the beginning of 2017. Yeah. His average show price right now is like $175, $150. Yeah, a lot of guys. What, what a difference 12 months made. You know, Drake. Grammy first. nominated. Like, he's doing his fucking thing, yeah. bro. Drake, Drake was the same yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. Warehouse Live. Yeah, he was the same way. Yeah. He, he was always heavily embraced in Houston. And I even think at Warehouse Live when he came that first time, and I think it was 2009, yeah, when he came that first time, I know Warehouse Live probably was like, damn, we fucked ourselves. We could have made so much more money. Yeah. You know, like, I think they were charging with $20, for a Drake concert. Man, yeah. at that time, he could have he could have 50 75 easy. It still would have sold out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I like to say for my, I want, I definitely want to go to more grassroots concerts. I, I wish I would have, I know I've been to J. Cole concerts. It's one of my favorite rappers. But it's like, every time I try to go, it's... I got paid two hundred dollars though. I read it now. I said, now yeah. yeah, I seen J Cole open up for Meek Mill and Drake before. Wow. I, wow. I know. I know. When my first time I saw Big Crit, it was Big Crit and Wale there the same night. Yeah. And that was that was a pretty dope show. That's when yeah. they was like on their college tour. You know. Yeah. And, I seen uh, I seen Wale and J Cole tour together too. Yeah. That yeah. was yeah. Those were those were good times. Now, but like once again, like now that they're big, they don't think about the little man no more. The little man. It's the black community, just and, to be real. And even and even with like Big Sean and and even with, with Jay Z, like he did the festival tour before he did the arena tour. Yeah. 
granted, the fe- well, I mean, we paid for a festival, so definitely, yeah. But you know, the festival tour is a little cheaper, and then you get the arena tour, which is you know your more high dollar. And and I seen the and even Big Sean this year. When um right after I decided to drop, he did like the the small venue tour mm-hmm. and then came back and did the arena tour. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was able to catch a Chance the Rapper. It was in 2015. We went to um the festival out here. Uh, uh they changed the name or whatever. But was it the Free Press Summer Fest? Free Press Summer Fest. Yeah. So we paid I think two hundred dollars for the tickets, but it was like oh one fifty for the tickets, but it was like thirty different artists. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess that's similar to paying almost with nine dollars. Damn yeah, yeah. I went to him see him uh, last oh this year basically at uh, Woodlands Pavilion. I think tickets were about fifty dollars a piece, something like that. You know, I still think that's a. Good I, I, I think I think last year when I seen Chance, I was, it was like fifty dollars. When it was that that Revenation Theater? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only yeah. reason Chance is still like that is because he's not a major label artist, so he could do that. Yeah. But once they become major label artists and a major label success, they are killing us. But it sounded like Live Nation, all right. For his concert, that's why he's able to go to the Williams Pavilion. So do I, I think that's just an independent thing. Like okay. they I, do but, the concert, but, but clearly they, that doesn't a, really hurt. I yeah. mean, they're not a label. Imagine yeah. if more artists did that. Then, yeah. You know, my, my thing is affordability of the tickets, man, is something serious. I'm yeah. Like the most not affordable, man. Outside of, I want to even say, what well, and and it's kind of it's kind of like look at it like this: Samsung outsells the iPhone mm-hmm. yes. because it's more affordable. Yes. I, am I trying to make all my profit in one run, or am I trying to do make, make it off of um, the quantity base? Mm-hmm. If I sell to a bigger quantity at a lower price, I make more money. Yeah, yeah. it's economics, I think. Yeah, uh, learned that from American Gangster, but you know. Oh <laughs> wow! Frank Lucas. What you can learn? Frank Lucas from a drug dealer. I like that. Hey, better quality, cheaper price. Hey. Yeah, yeah, sell that makes more, sense. Uh, Blue Magic. Man, that, that, that uh, album though, oh, too. Speaking of Blue Magic, man, so like last night we was playing uh, this game called um, uh, For the Culture. Mm-hmm. And they have different, these different categories. And one category is uh, Girl Talk and God Talk. Now, God Talk is ratchet. I tell you about Lyrical Galore, Miracle Watts, V Live, and all wow. that type of things. God Talk. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the Girl Talk, with one uh, topic came up with Blue Magic. The guys, we thinking, oh, this is Frank. Look, that's dope. That's some damn jail. <laughs> oh, oh that is jail. That is jail. Hey, so, like, the guys, we over there, like, yeah, man, that's wow. dope. Do imagine Frank Lucas, you know? Like, that's how we describe the girls. That's jail the, with the blue container, you that's know? That's sad. We're just yeah. terrible human beings. <laughs> Golly. But the thing about girl talk and guy talk is it's just as nasty. It's just as nasty. Ooh, but they, to they be politically correct, they wouldn't want you to believe that. I no, mean, we no, could, no, I could no. easily bring up Donald Trump saying locker room talk. And, yeah. like, at the end of the day, the funny thing about, I'm always say the funny thing about that is, obviously, I mean, I'm not just going around grabbing vaginas, but the funny thing about that is, it's literally how they talk. Yeah. Because if they wouldn't, rec- they was talking like they weren't being recorded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. however you talk when you're not being recorded is considered, oh, yeah. that, yeah. that's locker room talk, that's guy talk. Say, uh, they, our barbershop talk should never, ever, ever be recorded. Yeah, uh, never. Ever. I don't know, man. I mean, I, that's fucked up. But that's the side that we live in, though. Now, like, I just kind of feel like it's fucked up when people record certain things. Yeah. And, and I'm talking about like, you know, taking pictures here and there is funny. Keeping them, you know, within groups that's one thing. But like, recording people's conversations, like. This yeah. ain't 1998 when we were on three-way calls trying to, you know, look over. <laughs> trying to catch somebody slipping. Okay, so Donald, what's that, Donald Sterling, uh, L.A. Clippers. 
Yeah. That was fucked up to me too. Yeah. So, that was so invasion think, of privacy. Yeah, so it, 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 it did something that was good for us. It let us... What's done it exposed dark, one it exposed, of them. But it exposed one of them. Up. You wouldn't want that to happen to you. No, I wouldn't. But it's like... And even Mark, Cuban, even Mark Cuban said, be careful with this because you're setting a standard. Yeah, you're yeah. setting a slippery slope. Cause what you did? A, a, a lot of us got some shit going on, and you see, it's starting to hit a the lot NFL. Of say niggas behind closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, did y'all see after the Panthers game? They they did a one two three, Mister Richardson. Nah, I didn't see that. The what game? After the Panthers game, the coach gave a speech, and they they did a uh, um he gave a speech, you know, hey, we're going to play us whatever we do, and then he goes, all right, do me a favor on the breakdown, one two three, Mister Richardson. What? The, the owner of the Panthers has been accused of yeah. all kinds of sexual misconduct, <laughs> and they gave him a one two three. Is he officially off the board? Like, who's the? He's still on. I mean, I mean, until it sells. I mean, it's crazy though for me because, like, uh, I think when the Colin Kaepernick thing kicked off, he had some comments towards Colin, you know, and that was enough to get rid of the team. But soon, not, I'm not saying not comparing the two or anything like that. But it's like, I don't feel like they appreciate us as black people as enough. You know what I'm saying? Because the sexual thing, you can lose your team, you can lose your your livelihood. Mm-hmm. But if you condemn killing, if you don't condemn killing a black man in the streets, then nothing happens to you. Nobody cares. You call us inmates. No one cares. Still keep your team. But it's like when you you do something that's bad to you know, people or white people in their eyes, it's like you lose everything. Which is which is I mean that's been the case even since you know Emmett Till when they were didn't he get accused of whistling whistling. And they, he really do. He didn't do it. She even <laughs> came forward like two years ago and said that it was, it was, you know, it was. And she did ask beat for that. Yeah. She should get. She should. She have, there's a special place in hell for her. Yeah. But um, Just I mean, coming out. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what? He ain't even Muslim. <laughs> you know, that's fucked up. That's horrible. <laughs> but this, this is my thing with that man. Like, I know what country I live in. I live in a country that that we <laughs> we were just slaves. What, 150 years ago? I mean, it's, it's motherfuckers that are still alive maybe 15 years ago that probably know exactly what the effects of segregation were. Like, they really sat through Trim Crow laws. Niggas really remember that. Like, Bro, niggas like, lived through that shit. Segregation just ended 50 years ago. Yeah. That's that's in a lot of places. But segregation in Houston, I got a Houston book that I'm reading, bro. And really, segregation ended in Houston until like the early 80s. It's still just going being, on, actually. You know. <laughs> Straight up, if you go to Midtown. <laughs> no, no. If you if you ever get a chance, man, and this to the listeners too, read up on why Memorial Park is Memorial Park. Like that's that's racist shit. Like motherfuckers call that shit Memorial Park because of because of the Buffalo soldiers that got tired of being harassed by Houston police, and they basically them niggas woke up when they say fuck this shit, and they went rogue on them. We gonna be and here, then, and then and then uh. Basically, they all got tried. They all got convicted guilty. And they got hung in Memorial Park. Hmm. <laughs> oh, what's wow. The, what's the name of that book? Wow. <laughs> and and that's, that's the type of shit that they don't teach us. Yeah. Like, they don't teach us that watered down bullshit, but Memorial Park is really a, a, a slave ground. Like, probably shit ain't haunted. Probably is haunted. Yeah. I don't know. But Houston's a fucked up. Like, a lot of places in America do still do their own fucking thing. Like, I'm pretty sure you can go like to a, you can get lost in Alabama and you'll never be found again. <laughs> Just saying, bro. Bro, I was passing through um, on Alaska yesterday, and <laughs> I'm right there off the side of the water. Is this flag? It's half Texas flag, half Confederate flag. And I was like, well, damn, mm. you flying that high too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually you'd have to go back in the back of the woods on some dirt roads to see that. Now you, 
put this right here. Not, not in every city. This right here on the wall. Like, go ahead. I was uh, back home on Friday in Shepherd, and uh, Miss Confetto class everywhere. I mean, I, I grew up seeing the clan on the side of the road, you know, like trying to recruit, you know. Kids at school is always real flash. And white boys, you have the, the big truck with the loud pipes, with the flag, flag on the back. Bed, flag yeah. on the back. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. You didn't consider it when you saw. I mean, I forgot what ludicrous video that was. But he had a Confederate flag on the back of his truck. Because I mean, isn't the Atlanta flag the Confederate flag? Uh, Alabama, I think. It's Alabama. So I mean, I think, I think the Georgia. Was, I think Georgia was. I think it's kind of Mississippi too. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like it was like four of them or something like that. <laughs> so basically, we just got some racist ass state. Like, it's just we're on this topic. People need to understand something. What happened in Alabama? Just shows you how viciously racist a, a, a state of white people could be. Yeah. They were willing to reelect a, a pedophile racist over a guy that. <sighs> did he walk and sell him or something? What did he, what did he do? He did something very. Uh... I mean, he one he said that you know. The, no, the, no, no, no. I'm talking about the guy that won, the Democrat. Uh, Doug Moore. He he, he fought. He fought, he, he tried some guys that, and I think that Alabama Five shit, some okay, shit. Okay. So they they look at him like he's a a civil rights hero. He he he's not. He was an opportunist. Yeah, he ain't no so Joe that's Biden. how they look at Bernie. Yeah, he's, he's Abraham. Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, he ain't no he ain't no Joe Biden or uh, Bernie. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, nah, he, he's he's Abraham Lincoln. He's an opportunist. If, if, yeah. if Abraham Lincoln didn't care about the war, we still be slaves today probably. Yeah, but he. Was, I just need to stop. He did, I need to stop. This I need war, to pick so a side. Slavery needs to end. Yeah, that yeah. was it. And uh, and they don't teach us that, you know. And it's it's fucked up, but. It is what it is, um, and and I imagine that if they really taught us this stuff, it would have reflected in our hip hop in our music even earlier on, and we wouldn't even have to get to this point to where this is all our hip hop is about now. Like yeah. it's once again some of my favorite music today. That's why I like my favorite albums this year were definitely Crit, Logic, and Shun, just based off the fact that the content was varied. Like especially with Logic, like Logic was coming from a dark place as far as you know. Having a white mom and a, a black dad that was absent, and the suicide hotline line—it just he to me he brought something new to the table. Um, Crit, I felt like Crit was just—he just needed to put out an album. He just gave me—he had to give you some—he needs to show you what the South was really about. Yeah, that's what that album was to me. Because to bring Manny Fresh back out, to bring Corey Mo back out, to just CeeLo Green, come on, you know, yeah. to do that just let you know, hey man, this is what the South is really about. Don't get Pimpsy. don't get twisted like. Exactly, yeah. you know, yeah. like don't get it twisted. Like the shit that's going on right now in the South, yeah, it's popping or whatever. But this is what the South is. So I think Chris is a great example. While I was mentioning earlier, where it's like I don't expect you know Jay and Scarface continue to rap the same way they did back in the nineties. Of course, I want people to come out and you know give us some good music like we got in nineties. I feel like Crit embodies it. Like definitely, man, he get he he gets some of it all. Like from on a South standpoint. When you say good music that we got in the nineties, give me some examples. Uh, bone thugs. Bone, yeah, bone, E nineteen ninety nine. E nineteen ninety nine. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have uh, you know, Jay, DMX. We have. Oh, you want you want to call DMX nineteen nineties or two thousand? No, he was nineties. He was nineties. Yeah. Okay. And then there was X came out in like what ninety six. Because the Great Depression was two thousand one, huh? No, it was ninety nine. Yeah, it might have been ninety nine. Oh. And then there was X is one of my top albums of all time. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't say top ten, but it's, in this yeah, yeah. I mean, the '90s was Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah Biggie. I yeah. mean, shit, Illmatic. Shit, your the favorite. Infamous, the infamous Mob Deep. Come on, I mean, hey, I think the '90s gave us some of the best hip hop. I think the 2000s was some good hip hop. 
along with the it's tall the, tier. The trash start coming <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, I'm telling you, from 98 to about 2005, yeah. and that, that's when... Cent? Dog. Yeah, yeah you, like, did, you did yeah. get the Carters. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah. you know, so but it was... The snap music came. That's the snap when, music was 2006, 2007. Boy. I mean, I tell people all the time, I think Atlanta ruined hip-hop. I don't care what anybody Damn. says. I think I think Atlanta ruined hip hop. But you and, got some legends out and, of Atlanta. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. That's Man. what I'm saying. And I think, and I'm not saying that like to be like you know heartless. I'm just saying from a musical standpoint, if you don't appreciate music today, you have to look at Atlanta. They are the, the focal point of hip hop now. They are hip hop. Yeah, I remember when everybody was migrating to Atlanta. It's like, oh, this is the new yeah. spot. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're moving out Atlanta. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, Atlanta put out some great albums. Of course, all, of course. All, all the outcasts. I think, the, I think Urban Legend is my, one of the hardest. Yeah, I think T. King I, might G-Z. be one of T.I.'s yeah. like number Definitely. two, two, three I mean, top albums. That's a, that's, a, that's a good that's conversation. A, that's a debate right there. I mean, it's, it's, it's not one. It's definitely not one. Let, let me tell you something about T.I. But it might be two or three. Urban Legend is, is mine. Urban, yeah. Urban Legend is one. I think <laughs> Urban Legend is mine too. Urban Legend is one. I get that. But King has got to be two or three. Yeah. I think, but I think trap music was really good too. Trap because, music was shit. Yeah, because like it's I think it's better than King. But, 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 and I bet but, you it has to do with the quality of production too. That's why people. Oh, were, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. I think trap music sit Atlanta up for like fuck yeah, yeah. Like people <laughs> made music t- today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think you know we speak about Migos. They they talk, take from uh, Kid Cudi and Gucci Mane, but I think they took a lot of the content from like Ti and Jeezy too. You know. That, that was that that was that block era, boys in the hood. That yeah. nigga, he he. I don't know where he at right now, but he 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 took the formula from like Jay Prince and Michael Watson and them, and he did his thing in Atlanta, and yeah. that changed shit. Niggas, everybody was fucking with block, you know. Yeah, he put out. Hey, that young Jeezy, Jock, that young Jock you know, album. I don't care what nobody said. Oh, yeah, yeah, young Jock was a solid artist, dog. It's just what's it's, young Jock album? The, the first, the first one. Yeah, yeah, one album. Yeah, Hustle Numbers. No, 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 no. Uh, young Jock uh, is going down. What's the, uh, I thought that was on Hustle Nomics. Nah, young Dro only had one album. No, Joe had more than one album. He had two. He, young Dro what, what was the second? Shout out to the name of his first one. I just know he had two. <laughs> Best Thing Smoking was, was yeah, the yeah, first yeah, one. That's, that's a Southern classic. Yeah, but, yeah, Dro. But Young Jock, that. Uh, that nigga, it was a word. He was a lyricist, With the, the Caprice on the front, the blue Caprice. Uh, I forget what it was. We got our phones. But I know, I know, I know Hustle Nomics was, was the second album. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care about that. That one, yeah, that wasn't that great. Yeah, I think Lil Scrappy was dope when he first came out. Oh, definitely, definitely. Shit. Crime Mob, man, dog, they was hey, wait. Atlanta, Crime Mob, Field Mob, that dungeon, that dungeon yeah. family. Lynch. But at the end of the well, day, they started putting out too much shit, and it got bad. What? Well, all right, Lil John Eastside Boys. That that first one, man. I can't remember the name of it, but that was like a really. It wasn't a no, great Lil, album. That was the album. Lil Jon and Eastside Boys was the name of it. Then oh, okay. he put out Crook Music, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay I think it was Lil Jon okay. and Eastside Boys. That one, I ain't gonna say it was like the best music or best lyrics or anything, but but man, the whole it album. It was energy. Energy. He yeah, was energy. To me, he was better than Khaled. Like, I'd rather listen to Lil Jon shit than I listen to Khaled yeah. shit because I really think Lil Jon shit actually had a sound to it. And Khaled just Khaled's just it's just the mix, it's just a mixtape. He's just yeah. grabbing. Yeah, that's what it's a mixtape. Yeah. yeah, so but that's that's just me though. Um what the fuck is this little John? I mean this young jock shit. Yeah, yeah, Block was I think he put it because what Jesus came no, Jesus came with meets them, but he got put in boys in the hood. At the same time, uh, oh, that, that, yeah. if you look at the background, yeah, if you look yeah. at the background, yeah, yeah, I just I just knew it. And he because I don't even think he was ever really even 
sign to them because yeah, I don't think he, really he just jumped him. on that bitch and killed what's, everybody. What's up, one name? Uh, Jody, uh, Jody Breeze. Jody Breeze, yeah. Jody Breeze don't like that nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think he really messed with him like that. Mm-hmm. That nigga Jody Breeze was spitting though. See, yeah. even at that time, you actually had a lot of Atlanta lyricists. Like, them niggas just disappeared. Like, from like 2008, 2009 to like now, them niggas, where are they? Yeah. Like, I want to say your last Atlanta lyricist probably was Man, he's like Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy was nasty. I don't think he's from Atlanta though. Oh yeah, he is. He is. He is. He is from Atlanta. Yeah. Damn, I forgot. I, I would. I would say Ti. Ti and Ludacris were the last actual lyricists from Atlanta that were a part of that. That came in two thousand. Yeah. But after that, man, they, all of them was pretty much old heads after that. Like, like you said, Pastor Troy. That nigga was even yeah. before that time. Yeah. yeah. Shit, even uh, Killer Mike. I mean, yeah. Killer Mike is probably one of the hardest rappers out. Period. Yeah. But he just doesn't. He's not marketable. Yeah, and that's kind of funny because like all of a sudden everybody's on Black Thought. Oh, New Jock City, I'm tripping. New Jock City, that's what it was. Yeah, damn. Now, um, Black Thought dropped the freestyle with Flex, and now everybody's like, "Oh, Black Thought's the best ever." Black Thought's the best ever. Like, when did you come? When did you come to this realization? He's been around. It's just, it's just like in a in a group in a band. Like you just. Man, I, I can say this. One of the best freestyles I heard. Two of the best freestyles I heard of the year. Sci-Fi the Prince on... Sci-Fi the Prince, yeah. the Prince, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, uh, man, was it uh, The Breakfast Club, I think. That was one of the best freestyles I heard recorded interview-wise. Then another one is this guy from New York, man. It's two brothers. One guy's 12 years old. The other guy... Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? No, no. I was like, damn. Man, man. hey, these guys can spit. Man, I'm going to send you out a link one day. Yeah, yeah, send that because... Uh... I really don't. We don't get that anymore, though. Like I remember that. People was just the, don't come drop a freestyle. Yeah, yeah that was one of the, the special things about Shade Forty Five and just yeah. Sway in the morning. Niggas was actually getting on there spitting, bro. Yeah. Like I remember that one where Jay Z said, um, "A step inside the booth, Superman is live." I'm like, niggas is actually rapping. And like, spitting. like, like that time they went up there, and they took over Hot ninety seven. It was just like Jay Z and all Rockefeller just niggas, spitting. Yeah. Bleak. Oh yeah. man, niggas don't understand. I used to why watch. Myth Bleak was in the position that he was in because the nigga was dope, yeah. bro. Like, I used to watch Rap City just to see the in the just basement, to see, just to yeah. see the freestyle in the basement. Yeah, and there is not even a demand for that anymore. That's scary, y'all, yeah. because these new rappers know they can't do it. They'll go in there, bitch, and just be like, oh. Look, yeah, yeah. but but <laughs> but one thing though, Meek will drop a badass freestyle. Yeah, Meek will. Yeah, yeah Meek, I mean, yeah. but that's that's that he's he's from that battle rap age. Yeah, like, yeah. he 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 battle rap. You heard Lil Dicky freestyle, huh? Yeah, and Logic. The yeah. niggas go at yeah. you, dog. What the nigga did the Rubik's cube and was <laughs> like, goddamn. <laughs> but, but that's how that's what you gotta do nowadays to capture their attention. You gotta be extra. It gotta be so effortless and. <sighs> it's kind of sad. I don't, I'm not even really sure if Kendrick could just go in there and just freestyle though. I ain't heard any nigga freestyle in a minute. I remember they. Uh, when Drake went on, Tim Westwood had a, had the blueberry, a uh, blackberry, or whatever. Is Tim Westwood even doing his thing, that shit no more? I haven't heard anybody on there. That ain't in a while. Bro, they killed him for that. Putting out, putting out that phone, reading his freestyle. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was one of the first ones to be honest about it because I mean, yeah. for the most part, niggas would come in that bitch just memorize shit. Yeah, but you hear you, you if you go back and look at it, you're like, okay, this ended up being on this album. So it, it was kind of was master of that. Yeah, but at the same time, he was still freely spitting. You didn't yeah, have yeah. something right there helping you. Like yeah, yeah. he. Drake wasn't he wasn't freestyling anymore and I yeah. think he was going in there requesting beats too so to be perfectly safe. oh like they made all that hype that white people got behind oh Justin Bieber Justin Bieber Justin Bieber can rap you know when he requested that beat he requested beat he <laughs> oh, knew what he was doing 
it's it's old. I want to say when did he go off? He went off that Otis beat. Uh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah Come yeah, on yeah, now, yeah, yeah. let let me get this beat. This, this and the thing is, even if you've pre-written your rhyme, mm-hmm. you should be able to good be good enough to adjust to the beat. True, true. You true, should be good true, enough yeah. to adjust true. to the beat. Uh, the game was real good at that at three hundred at three hundred bars. Yeah, <laughs> no. What's the one came out with? He, he did a video with it as well. He was uh, on a train. So he did three hundred bars. That's when he's beefing fifty, right? Yep. So he did another one. It was like say call it six hundred bars or something like that. Probably was. Yeah. And man, he was on the train. I ain't seen that. That, one. that was probably like two thousand eight. This was much later. But man, that's probably one of the best freestyles I heard from the game. Damn. I always I, I always been a fan of the game. I feel like yeah, I, was, I feel like the game as a as a as a rapper, when I hear his music, I appreciate him. Yeah. But his personality that you get now, like, that's what kills a lot of these rappers for me. They personality are whack, man. Like, like Joe Button was special to me when he was putting out his mood music. Yeah. But then he turned into this reality TV guy, and I'm just like, Joe. The angry, when he turned into Angry Joe. Yeah, like, Joe, hey, what's wrong with you? Niggas hate Angry out. Joe, but I understand Angry Oh, like, he's, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's yeah. definitely, definitely yeah. understandable. Yeah. I mean, that show that he's got kicked off of or whatever, it's not anything anymore. Yeah. Nothing, nobody, nobody's even checking for it. You, you, yeah. you need, you need your Charlemagne's, you need your Joe Buttons. Yeah. Um, but Joe Button did drop one of the hottest freestyles I've ever heard in my life. Which one was when he went off that No Church in the Wild? Hmm. I think that was one of his move, move musics. I, I, it might have been on there or in between them, but yeah. Joe Button was he, he's from that he's from that era though. Yeah. Right? When he did the cipher on the BT award, hip hop awards, probably like two years ago. Yeah, had, what, yeah, his, yeah, his, yeah. His, the shady two point oh, the best verse on them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cro- Crooked Eye was nice, but yeah, but Roy stole it because of the high Rihanna. Yeah, <laughs> you know that, that's all he had to do. Yeah. High Rihanna, like. Yeah, but yeah, but Joe's was, Joe's was pretty. And cool. I, I think I think Big Sean killed the good music um cipher too. Who I was in the that was that was him, him too. Uh, Common. Yeah, yeah, Big Sean. I think yeah, Big Sean did kill. But which one was uh, which one was the one where Kanye said uh, too many too many Urkels on your team? That's why it wins. That's it. That's okay. It. But yeah. see, that's all he had to say. Like sometimes it's one line and you just get yeah. all the credit. Like yeah. no, nah, this nigga Sean say everybody know my time coming like, like LeBron's LeBron ring. ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then he reused that yeah. on the album. You know, which I think I think that nigga uh, Kanye used that Urkel line on the album too. Mm-hmm. Sure he, it was sure on um, my beautiful dark <laughs> twisted fantasy. Oh, okay, I'm sure okay, he did. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that can we get much higher? That's yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Dang. And I, I really, me honestly, if I was to like put his his discography in the order from least to great, uh, greatest to least, I think late registration was his best album though. Like Ooh, he can't talk about it. Everybody says I say I say graduation based on where Ooh. I was in life. Because I was about where <laughs> I was in yeah. life. Yeah, I think graduation was but man, I go listen to college dropout right now. Dang. Dang. That, Atlanta's first three. Uh, Man, they was special. Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, Man, they was special. Man, was special. they was they was special. Man, was special. Man, they was special. Man, they was special. Man, they uh, what's that song? Which one? On College Dropout. Oh, uh, uh, when it comes to being true, yeah. at least true to me. That nigga, he did. Yeah. But that, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
But it wasn't fair. Jay got two verses. That yeah, wasn't fair. But that was Kanye was still growing. But on late registration, I think that nigga Kanye was a force to be if, reckoned with. Actually, if you listen to Kanye verse on the Blueprint Two, he got a verse on Blueprint Two, mm-hmm. and then his verse on College Dropout. You see a lot of growth in Kanye. Man, a lot Co- of but growth. College a Dropout. Lot of- a lot of that was before the injury. If yeah. you listen to it, his mouth wasn't fucked up on a lot of that. Like, yeah. Through the he did a lot of that shit. Then he did through the wire, and then uh, some more of that shit. Yeah. But for the most part, a healthy. Strong-minded Kanye put out late registration, and I'm telling you, track for track and the skits, that nigga killed that hoe, bro. The skits, the skits were 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 dope, and then they, like they flowed, they flowed perfectly. That trilogy is nice. You yeah. got college yeah. dropout. He, he stuck to a formula. He probably want to last to stick to that formula. He stuck to a formula. The whole school but concept. That do, was dope. Do you appreciate 808's heartbreaks more now? That's that's Be- my that's my second favorite. Because like without <laughs> that, without that, you don't have people like Travis Scott out. That's what I'm you saying. Don't, don't, they, what don't I'm saying. they don't yeah. exist. They don't exist. But Big Sean wrote a lot of that album. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I one of my homeboys I grew up with uh that had put shot uh, put that in my. He let me know that and I was looking. I'm like, damn, like Big Sean helped out a lot on this uh, album. Yeah, it was, it was, it's interesting. Man, I I just I just listened to the Travis. Big Sean's special, man. Bro, you, I, see, I don't see. I just found out about a month ago that yeah, yeah, that, that Chasey wrote still DRE. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I had no too. idea. But just well, all you got to do now, a lot of times, we trying to figure this shit out. Like I be trying to tell people, all the dream write a lot of Beyonce music. Yeah. The dream write. Yeah. <laughs> the dream <laughs> and Neo got crazy yeah. pin games. That nigga, no. So at the end of the day, sometimes you just gotta imagine them singing it. Like uh, what was the song the Drake wrote for Alicia Keys? And you could just take Alicia Keys' vocals out and put Drake singing. You could hear Drake yeah. singing it. Like, you're like, damn, that's Drake. Like, Man, I forgot what song it was about Beyonce, but Dream has basically a reference track for it. And he has it on his. It's a little different, but it's on his album. About to say, yeah, yeah, man. That's that's why the Dream was always there. When they yeah. was at the Grammys, he's sitting right next to him. Like, I mean, it is what it is. You can't, you keep Drake. That's why Drake got Rockefeller shake. Yeah. 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 And he yeah. keeps his mouth shut, too, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he just, he, he just can't keep his dick in his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I I'd probably a, be just like him too. I can't. I don't know, man. I was watching uh, the show on VH1 a couple months ago called Signed. He had the dream on it. He was like, it was like a talent contest. Talent contest. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. With Britney and a couple other people was on there, and he signed. Uh, he actually signed this girl from Houston. Oh really? Well, yeah. How's that going? I ain't heard. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think he he has an eye. I mean, an ear for. Ear for. I, I think that's what, that's why. <laughs> I want to say Dre has an ear for it, but I don't know. He probably has advisors. But if you really look at everybody that Dre is responsible for signing out, they they have a hitters, man. Dre, yeah, every, everybody came that came from the West came through Dre. Besides YG and Nipsey Too Nipsey. Short and Too, yeah, 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 E Forty. Like the West, when I first started listening to rap, like I, the West Coast was like for some reason it was something about them niggas that made me say them niggas are better than the rest, just based off the fact that they were talking about shit. That was like off limits to your average. They was on some gangster shit. Yeah. yeah. But it was they was articulate, bro. Like it was it was smart. You know, like you would listen to Q back then, you'd be like, okay, this nigga ain't no dummy. Yeah. And then you would even listen to DJ Quick and be like, Man, yeah. these niggas are sharp. Man, he's not appreciated much. Oh hell no, DJ Quick's not appreciated. But niggas still gonna nigga, producers are still gonna steal his style yeah. and rappers are still gonna subconsciously steal his style. But they know yeah. a lot of those rappers that came from the eighties, bro, like they they set they set the tone. And like yeah. People just get bits and pieces from them, and and then you get they get forgotten. Like niggas, they took a lot of his style from Mace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but people don't appreciate Mace like that. People are always gonna like Kanye more than Mace. Yeah, because Mace was never that nigga. The slow flow, though. That was. I mean, he was that nigga mastered that shit. Yeah. But it, it is what it is. 
What time we at? Uh, we, we, we've been going a while. We've been going a while. That's what I was like, See, <laughs> we've been going a while. Yeah, yeah. When, when it gets when it gets to talking about something like hip hop, for me, like I, yeah. I feel like music is something that no matter what, you always find moments in it that you're gonna appreciate, and you it's 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 always something for for everybody. You know, that's why I feel like it just sucks that it's becoming a melting pot, and you really like like I said, man. I wish I knew that. A boogie with the hoodie was from New York. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen to him a little different. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll feel a little different. You know, about like it. you know, it just it just sucks, man. It's, everybody's from Atlanta now. Yeah. It's, everybody's from the South. Yeah. All yeah. right. What's your top album of the year? Um, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I decided. Big sure. I decided. Yeah. Just in Southside, Chris. Oh yeah, forever's a mighty long time. That's real. Okay. That's real. I'm gonna have to go. I decided. Over Jay Z, which is amazing. Which is a yeah. slowly because solely because I relate to I decided more. Yeah, My, like I, like I told y'all in the group chat, like the time, I, like to me, great albums all always revolve around what's going on in my life. Definitely. Yeah. And so yeah. I, when I decided to come out, and then you got tracks like Jumping Out the Window and Halfway Out the, the Balcony, balcony yeah. and Sunday Morning Jet Pack. I like and, Light with and him and Jeremiah. Yeah, like Jam. Like it, it just related to my life more. So those songs and that album as a whole, like it's just something that that I've considered. So, so, so when we choose our albums of the year, it's like the most relatable albums for us. And I feel like you chose Crit because you're in a good time in your life. Like it's shit is you're having fun. Yeah. And I really feel like Big Crit had fun on that album. Yeah. And I felt like once again I chose Big Sean because it was kind of. It was um, it was a conscious album to me. Like it was it was all over the place, but it was realistic. It was honest. Right. If I was to just choose like the best best album I heard, I probably would still say Big Crit, but then I'd probably throw Damn in there. I, I think when Damn wins album yeah. hip hop album of the year, oh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't oh, mind. Oh, 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 hip hop album of the year. Oh, hip hop. Oh, hip hop album. I don't know how they're doing it now. No, no, no. Oh, hip hop album. Yeah, damn. Okay. Yeah. Hip album of the year. I don't think the white people ain't gonna get album of the year. Album of the year. Cause I, it's, think, it's, it's, it's I, think, I think Lord is it Lord in there? Yeah. I think Lord might win it. Yeah, true. And if you ever get a chance to listen to Lord's first album, she ain't got one bad song in there. Hmm. Melodrama, eh, I don't know. I, I don't. Melodrama can't hold a candle to to, to uh, pure heroin. Mm -hmm. It just can't. So I, I don't know, but I think she'll get it just based. I mean, and it's funny because at the end of the day, although there's no white male artist in it for the first time. If she wins, it's going to piss a lot of people off. But yeah. at the same time, you just got to listen to it. And I don't know if a lot of people actually listen to Lord's album. I haven't heard it, personally. I mean, I'd, I'd still have to revert back and say Jay-Z would, would be my, my, my vote. It'll be neck and neck. I can spare. Was it the best music? To me, to me, a lot of the Jay-Z tracks and songs were relatable. And it was kind of like, you, it was like, it was like the answer to Lemonade. You know, this is, this is my perspective of what's going on. And also, here is me advancing the culture, doing my part in advancing the culture yeah. and, and dropping knowledge. I mean, like like Kill Jay Z is is gotta be my favorite track, my second favorite track right now. Yeah. Because it's just kinda to me it's like it's like no matter what you do, you're not gonna be enough. Yeah. And and you know, you might have to kill this alter ego. And that's something yeah. crazy because I was big on not even my alter ego, but big on ego period. Cause like if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Yeah. And then here it comes, like you know, sometimes you gotta dead this ego because this ego might be what's holding you back. Yeah. But bro, the flow on Marcy Me, Marcy is, Me is dope. Is is unearthly. Yeah. 
that flow is just the timing awesome. of the album was good too. I like the timing of the album. I love the timing of it, the rollout of it, the whole marketing that's been yeah. going on with the album. Like, there's a video for every song on that album. Yeah. yeah. But you gotta, I told you, you gotta take the extra step, man. You gotta take the extra mile. Even Jay Z gotta do it. Even Jay Z has to do it. He has the budget. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Damn. Yo. <laughs> so you would say Marcy Me is your track of the year? Track of the year is gonna be a hard one. Ah, that's gonna be a hard one. I mean, I just when I heard it, I was like, who flows like this? Like when Ratchet wasn't Ratchet and the Vixen was a Vixen and Jamaster J was alive. I was mixing, cooking coke in the kitchen back when Robin was a piston. Mike was losing to Isaiah, but he soon would get his sixth one. Like who flows like that? Not anymore. Not Nobody anymore. flows like that. That's a, like it was the flow more than anything. Like how do you just flow like that? Yeah, I think you managed to just have a Jay Z lyric in every single episode this year, bro. You I need. My, I do my best. That nigga need help, bro. I, I let you slide best. this time because we're talking about hip hop today. <laughs> yeah. But you fucking so need like help, bro. That nigga still a slide in. There's a Jay Z line for every situation in life. Oh I'm God. a firm believer. Shit, well, you got 12 albums. I hope so. I'm a firm <laughs> believer. God, my track of the year is T Grizzly's first day out. That's got to be the hardest track of the I year. Think that, I'm still got to like, be the hardest track I, of the year. That's that's the new intro. That's the new, that's yeah, the new intro. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's so much going through my head right now. I have no idea what the, my track. Okay. And, track and, and, and and like like mask off toward the club up. Club wise, I, I I still have to get to Bodak Yellow. Bodak Bo- Yellow. Because I don't think, um, I don't think Bad and Bougie did what it did until um, Childish Gambino shouted them out and people really start. Vibing to it in a different way because Bad and Bougie just to me was, I mean, it was a dope song, but niggas wasn't just rocking the Bad and Bougie like that. I mean, you think about the song, it's like, it ain't just for niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like Bodak Yellow is, and I catch a lot of niggas going hard on the verses to Bodak Yellow. I know and all the bro, words to Bodak Yellow, bro. I, I do. Just, yeah, yeah, you know, so. Hey, and it snaps. <laughs> and, then yeah. ma- and then Mask Off, it was just so much debate about how it was deliberately a drug user song. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, it. It was it was slapping, bro. Yeah, man, I, I say one of my favorite tracks of the year. And it's not the best at all, but one hundred shots by Young Dolph, and just how he got shot up in uh, in Charlotte, Charlotte, and antagonize these guys. <laughs> and they go back and it just shows. So, so if I was to listen to Dave East or Young Dolph, what albums am I supposed to listen to? Because I haven't listened to any of these guys. I wouldn't know Young Dolph. At uh, all. I don't know his music. Man, so I, my favorite uh, mixtape or album, whatever, from Young Dolph is, uh, man, it's 100 Shots in Charlotte, but you some, some, some. So he's a North Carolina artist. No, he's from Memphis. Oh, okay, okay. He got okay. shot in North Carolina by your guy, you know, however that went. Say, man, don't be, don't be. Hey, man. Dry snitching on here. <laughs> uh, but uh, Dave Beast, man, uh, damn, what's that? Uh, just look at his mixtapes. I, I, I ain't too big on his albums. Okay. You know? Okay. But mixtapes. Um, These artists don't get the creative control. He got he got one called Camelo, I think, or Melo or something like that. Okay, that's, um, a, that's the name of the mixtape. That's the name of the song. Song. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or Nick is a reference to Nick's whatever. He's from uh, Harlem. Um, Dave, he's from Harlem. Yep. Yeah. What the hell's from California? Nah, nah. Harlem. He got a lot of love out there. He signed. He signed with uh, Nas actually. Oh, that's the one. Ed was trying to put me on a yep. while back. Oh man, I thought that nigga was from California for some reason. He dates somebody from California. I think it sounds like you mixing him and Nipsey also. <laughs> no, yeah. no. I'm not no hey, Nipsey. Nip- Nipsey got an album coming out next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lap, uh, marathon, something like that. Or is it Victory Lap? No, it's Victory, Victory Lap. Lap. Uh, yeah. That shit is four years late, but. Um, Very late. <laughs> Nipsey tries to portray this gangster intellectual. 
entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, like if he would have just chilled the fuck out and just rolled that bullets ain't got no name wave how he should have, his his career would be a lot different. He stumbled somewhere along the line, yeah. and I'm just like, bro, you let YG pass you up. Like he was out before Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he was next up. He let all these cats pass him up just because. I don't know if it was an arrogance or what, but he made some b- bad career moves, dog. And I, I really feel like Victory Lap shouldn't just be coming out in 2018. Because that nigga ran a marathon five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a long-ass marathon. It's a long-ass marathon, my I dude. ain't never ever <laughs> seen nobody run a marathon like you. Yeah. <laughs> what a five-year marathon, boy. You tripping. Come on, man. You just but, now on the old Victory Lap. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I hope he is... Very selective with the songs he chooses. Yeah, yeah. Cause remember, he put out a song uh, when uh, Drake had that re-release for "So Far Go." What was it? "So Far Go." It was a song on there called "Fear" that Nipsey was on. Nipsey ate that hell up, but that's when Nipsey was on that wave. And after like I said, after that, they just crashed and on. What the fuck? Man? He was on a what? WXL class of uh, 2011. Man, that nigga been out for a minute. Well, like <laughs> before that, cause I think he was on there with like right after with, like Meek or something. Probably. Yeah. That nigga been out for a minute. That nigga yeah. Meek didn't. If we want to talk about victory that Meek didn't have about three of them hoes already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, what was it? He had a song come out called Rap Niggas. That's gonna be on. Rap Niggas is okay. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah, it's his his best flow to me. He got he has his beats gotta just be like it has when you give him a true West Coast beat. Nipsey gonna go in, yeah. like, cause he's he's a true, he's a genuine California, yeah. Crenshaw ass nigga, yeah. you know. But sometimes I think I think a lot. Like I said a lot of these rappers are trying to conform to the times, man. It's, it's, rap niggas is okay. Fuck Donald Trump is bring, okay. Bring 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 your backpack fans with you. Yeah, and like, pick up like some YG more. is a true West Coast artist. That's why every time you hear YG, YG, his song, his. You gonna swear too short for him to jump on the hell with him <laughs> yeah. because that's the type of beat YG needs in order to sound good. Nipsey needs to understand that Nipsey Nipsey is a good rapper, but at the end of the day, you don't get a lot of rappers that can do what um I think one of the one of the best examples would, would probably be Jay Z. Jay Z can get well, Busta Rhymes did it well too, but Jay Z can get on a track with any any coast any Snoop Dogg. He can no matter what. Even with his West Coast style, Snoop Dogg will stick. He will get on a track with a Southern nigga, a New York nigga, and he'll still hold his own. Yeah. And ain't a lot of rappers that can do that. They need to accept that. Yeah. Hmm. But shit, even though we're talking about hip hop, we got any words of advice? Switch it up. Words of advice. Name one song that best describes you. Damn, that's a you put me on the spot, man. Yeah, put you on the spot. I guess uh, I'll just have to go into the uh, Eminem catalog. It's a song called uh, I Never Knew. Mm-hmm. Never knew I. Uh, yeah, if you listen to the lyrics to Eminem's "I Never Knew Eyes," yeah, it's pretty much just coming from a perspective of "Damn, I never knew I'd get here." Yeah, you know, it's it, that I like that song. Uh, I think mine, and just thinking, uh, you know, J Cole's probably my favorite. Like "Trouble," "A Runaway." Oh, damn. Okay. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that was good. How you gonna ask the question? You know, <laughs> no, I got mine. I was just thinking about his. Oh, I got mine. Um, for me, it's it's, it's Kid Cudi, Ghost. Okay, 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 okay. Definitely. Hmm. And if, if, lastly, what song do you never know? You don't want to ever hear again. Going into twenty eighteen, you never want to hear this song. Oh, I got, I got a list of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he went to the pocket. He went to the pocket for songs you don't want to hear again. Yes. 
A Gucci, Gucci gang. <laughs> Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Man, I could never hear that song again in my life. <laughs> I, did, I, just, I just wanted to ask that question. I knew <laughs> yeah. that was going to be the answer. Yeah, that's. But shit, my words of advice is, man, you know, as far as music goes, listen to shit you like and don't let anybody tell you that what you're listening to is yeah. whack because if you like it, you like it. Yeah. It's that simple. Just like when I say, I think Atlanta ruined, you know, rap. That's my opinion. You know, like, don't let me make you feel like, oh, shit, every time I listen to an Atlanta rapper. <laughs> you know, I'm hurting the culture. I'm hurting yeah, the culture. I really feel like legitimately Andre 3000 is the GOAT, but he just doesn't have enough music. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's an Atlanta rapper right, right there. And people will argue that Big Boy is better, but hey, that just means something. Like, Atlanta has good artists, but yeah. you have to be able to accept the fact that they are producing the most trash. Yeah. Just say, I think, I don't even know no more. Cause I don't know where these niggas be from. <laughs> Shit, where's where's Lil Pump from? Shit. Nigga probably from fucking Idaho, Idaho. <laughs> Nebraska. Come on. Uh, my words, right? Just appreciate the music that you listen to. Um, man, I think uh, we ever had these type of conversations before. We appreciate music. Even now, you just recited um, some Jay Z, word for word. Um, but we ever had these type of conversations because we appreciate music growing up. Um, a lot of albums. I bought and I, I listened to it word for word and appreciate how it had affected my life and how it still has affected my life. So my advice is to appreciate the music that's come out today and in the past. Of course. And when we, uh, 30 years from now, we'll be able to still have type, these type of conversations about it. I hope so. Yeah. I really hope that <laughs> when we're in our 50s, the way old folks respond to Luther yeah. Vandross and yeah. Marvin Gaye, I'll be able to respond to... Yeah. You know, Jay the same way. I, I was just the man. You, you don't know nothing about this Usher boy. You don't no. know nothing about this Usher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The confession. You don't know nothing about this. <laughs> they really don't know nothing about yeah, confessions. Already they don't know nothing about confessions. <laughs> boy. They ain't gonna know shit about scissors. Like, I'm telling you, yeah. that shit. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, I appreciate even that, yeah. Janae, like Janae's last album, like, like that's this little era of, of women right now putting out music. I, I respect that too because this is a lot of times it's coming from a place that they wouldn't have came from 15 years ago. They'd have been scared to talk about the shit they talking about. So I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen women's music like this since, um, when was that? They did that ladies night track where it was Angie Martinez yeah. and Lil' Kim. That was, yeah. that was 97? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen women. ladies night. Yeah. 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 And, and, like, and just like that, I knew the words to all of that. Yeah. It was okay. a, this is a special time for women, especially. Yeah. yeah. Hip hop, for sure. They doing their fucking thing. Like, Kalani, uh, SZA, Janae, her especially. Her is the shit. If, yeah. if you fuck with any female right now, she's jamming her. Yeah. And more than likely, her is probably motivating her to do some dumb shit. But it's okay. <laughs> uh, but that's cool, though. That's I'm glad the music is having that effect on people. And I really think they, the women are like, that's why you're able to say SZA make it album of the year. That's just because I think women are probably going that much harder. Yeah. Man, I wish um, SZA, you could name a few R&B artists that's really doing their thing, but it's a lot of R&B that gets slept on. Yeah, it's too much that's coming out. Yeah, man. I think we, we appreciate. Man, Tank put an album out last year. I heard, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, it's good music. And whenever Dream drop again, it's gonna be good music. You know, I think we should speak, speak, yeah, speak, that's, speak that's my, that's my speaking. Speaking. Speaking of Dream, artist. if you haven't heard the track "Right Side of Your Brain," I don't, I don't, I don't think from the perspective that he comes from and his sound, I don't think a lot of people are fucking with him. Yeah. I think. My girl loves Dream. The Dream is the shit, bro. Bro, I still yeah. listen. I still listen to Maxwell in two thousand. I was just yeah. listening to him yesterday. Yeah, pretty Wing. 
Say, let's not talk about that. Let's, let's not talk about oh, that. Oh, we don't need niggas to start crying in here. Yeah, <laughs> let's not talk about fistful of tears. Let's, not, <laughs> let's not talk hey, about that, man. Hey, 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 I tell you, I used to, man. This podcast goes completely different direction. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, those are my screw and chop here. Like, I used to listen to Ooh, R&B screw and chop. Yeah. Boy, that Maxwell, hey. I still want to hear that scissor screw and chop. I ain't really been on screw and chop like I used to be, like, growing up. And, like, I, and I think it's because it's, it's a different type of yeah, R&B, like yeah, you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. You remember you get you get you get the F action and and it's just like all Man. slow to shit. Nah, they need to though. But they just hey. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Shit had the times have changed, man. I remember yeah. coming in and I say you put that F action in the deck, you can see I'm a wreck when I zip, I zip your zipper and I'm bu- Yeah. Hey, man. Man. God. But, but yeah, man, we, we definitely are gonna have you back. Yeah. Um this can episode, I, I'm pretty I, sure they'll be listening to it in can 2018. I, can I say my word of advice? I thought you said your words of advice was a question. You said I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna do instead of words of advice, I'm gonna ask y'all a question. I still want. I still oh, okay, okay. You want to answer the question? Yeah, oh, my bad, my bad. Go ahead, man. Fuck, fuck your ass, nigga. <laughs> like I said, right side of the brain by dream. Listen to that shit, and I stand by my statement that there is a Jay Z line for every situation in life. And if you don't believe me, send me a situation to the email, and I will respond you with some lyrics. Bet. I'm going to do that for every day of 2018. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah. I'm going to be a word challenge. I'm going to bounce against my ass. What JC got to say about this? <laughs> These uh, failed transactions. <laughs> what JC got to say about this? He, he going to say, government, fuck government. We politic ourselves. Oh, shit. Man, I don't work for the government. I don't work for the That's why I think that's so much free time. <laughs> I'm envious of you fuckers. God, you government niggas. Boy, Anyways, um, no, nigga, appreciate anyway. y'all for rocking with us Stay 2017. <laughs> Been a long one. Yeah. Southside Chris, we appreciate yeah. you coming through, man. Is that what his name is? He's going to be, he's he's gonna be uh, Southside uh, Chris. Uh, he's not from the Southside, but he's Southside. Oh, it's Shepard, Texas. You know what I'm saying? 7737191936, Tyberry, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Uh, Christian, Christian Too Real on Instagram, Christian Too Real on Snapchat, and Christian Too Real on Twitter. You can hit me up either one. You don't even know my Facebook. But hey, what's good? I'm <laughs> you really don't need <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Next time we come here, we'll get back to our regular content, which is. Pretty much tracking society and how fucking stupid it is. That's usually what we talk about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you know that. But uh, it was good having you. Uh, I don't know how this YouTube thing is going to work, but it should be fun. Yeah. should be fun. Anything else? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, have a happy New Year's. Uh, I'm glad you're back to life, Jay. Uh, we'll talk about that next year. We'll talk about that next episode. Man. Yeah, because I'm not ready. Right <laughs> Ooh, I because one, because one your birthday Friday. Well, I have one question for you. I'll be all right. What was the, what was the most... The moment is the. I mean, this is your last podcast of the year, right? This is this is it. Allegedly, Pretty much, uh, yeah, allegedly. we don't know exactly where we're gonna drop it. It's you know, but yeah, this is the last po- last podcast. Oh, uh, so like, what's the the best thing for you of twenty seventeen? Oh man, the happiest thing. moment, or or just something memorable for twenty seventeen for you? Shit, well, I had recently moved. I had made a move from you know because I had was transitioning from an area that I really didn't like to an area that I actually liked. Now, so yeah. just that move period, which happened in August, was uh that was special for me because I I was like, this is gonna be how I want it to be, and it's actually panning panning out pretty well. It's always dope for me to be in a situation where I can plan it out and God doesn't laugh at me yeah. and and ruin it, <laughs> and He actually had my back, and that for me that was that, that move was was a good move for me. Yeah, and what what about you? That, my my trips this year, my my trip to D.C. was dope. Okay. My yeah. trip, my trip to Vegas was dope. Oh yeah. 
know, and, and I think those have been my highlights. I think I, 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 I was saying that the Vegas one was tops, but then I remembered I went to D.C., and they're kind of equal now. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, okay. I, I enjoyed both those trips. The Austin should count, too, I would think. It, it counts, but yeah. it, it falls below. Because for obvious reasons. For obvious, <laughs> for obvious reasons, because that was, yeah. <laughs> they got to keep that off air. We'll never want to talk about it. We'll never talk about that. <laughs> so I would have guessed for you. No, no, I'm not going to guess. Go ahead. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my time on was definitely getting married in um, okay. 2017. Um, Vegas was in there, too. You know, mm-hmm. my honeymoon. Um and just uh, <laughs> progressing. The honeymoon video you sent us. Oh, on the TV. On the TV. On the TV. I'm So, in DR, man, you can turn on any channel, it's like porn. <laughs> they don't care. Kids are going to No, what was, what was funny in the background, his wife goes, what are you, who are you sending that to? <laughs> Straight for it. ain't none of it. wasn't that, that BS porn either. You know what I'm saying? No, the BS porn. I feel. I say call BS porn. The, they come on B- Cinemax and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nah, this was like some some dot Instagram com shit. <laughs> this some dot com <laughs> shit. Yeah, some, some porn hub. <laughs> they streaming that shit. <laughs> Dr. Out here tripping. Yeah. But shit, that is what it is, man. I guess you know. See you when we see you. Like I guess I don't know when this episode is gonna come out. Oh, just just based on the shout out, shout, shout out to Remy for reading the description and answering the question and calling the hotline. Gift card on, on route. Pre, oh yeah, gift card is definitely in route. Um, I, I think Starbucks is always a win win, especially with dealing with women. So yeah. yeah. All right. And if there's nothing else, with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization. People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?